The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perra columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. We've got a welcome friend back today, Lafroy Exploration. The code is LEX, and we have Wade Johnston, the MD, with us today. Now, before asking Wade to give us a rundown on what's been a very busy year for the company at its uh, exciting Burns Gold Copper Discovery in the Eastern Goldfields, I'll just mention that the stock is trading at 25 cents for a market cap of around $36 million. So lots of leverage there to uh, ongoing exploration upside with this one. So with that, I'll say, g'day, Wade. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, g'day, Barry, and greetings, uh, your listeners from uh, from Kalgoorlie. Back, great to be back in Kalgoorlie, and great to be back having a, a conversation with you. Sunny Kalgoorlie, where the sky's always blue, hey? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wade, uh, I mentioned there, a very busy year in 2022, advancing exploration at Burns, and you're, you're zeroing in... Uh, to uh, come out with a resource estimate on the uh, central portion of the uh, the prospect. Tell us uh, what you've been up to and uh, what we should be looking out for on that front. Yeah, thanks, Barry. Yeah, it's been a, um, a busy and a yeah, fantastic year for the company. And uh, yeah, a big, the big key focuses for the year has been Burns. And we started the year off, you know, for, for your listeners to go back, we started off the year with a big air core drilling program in Lake Randall. So that's the big lake that sort of surrounds the land area where Burns, the Burns discovery was. We finished that off and then uh, mid-year we started the diamond drilling program and that was that included the big 1.6 kilometre hole into Burns. So this was all about looking at the scale at depth of Burns. Mm-hmm. There was two holes we drilled at Burns, the diamond holes, and then we did two holes while we had the diamond rig and we were waiting for the RC rig and we went up to Lovejoy. Uh, that's 1.5 kilometres to the north of Burns. We drilled two diamond holes there and got some very interesting and encouraging um, copper gold results in a new style of system way up to the north. Uh, and then we kicked off in October the, um, the resource drill out program, which we've just completed and was on track. So we said we were going to finish mid mid December and that, that's all completed and the rigs packed up back in town. So that was a massive program. I mean, uh, it's sort of, it's, we finished about 17,000 meters of drilling. We did it with two rigs, one on the lake and one on the land. Um, that's completed. Uh, we're still slowly getting the results to come in now, and um, the bulk of the results will be coming through later, later December and early January. But it's been a, a very busy year for the company, and um, and as you said, that's all building towards. And what we're working towards is delivering that maiden mineral resource estimate for the shallow part of the Burn Central System uh, in March next year. I think it's important to point out that uh, we're talking one small part of the strike you've got here. Uh, we're just talking about Burn Central and we're just talking about the shallow potential to uh, that this resource estimate will be built on. The whole Burns area, I guess we call it the Burns Project, and that's all part of the Eastern Lafroy Project. That's our 100% ground holding about 70 kilometres to the southeast of Kalgoorlie. And Burns is made up of what we've been working towards and, and, and sort of working from these aeromagnetic anomalies, these are magnetic anomalies that we call them a chain or a corridor of magnetic anomalies over about three kilometres of strike. 
Um, Burn Central is, is one of those, and that's what we've been doing. We did complete this uh, RC drilling program and the two diamond holes. But along that whole chain, there's these series of magnetic anomalies. We believe that's um, uh, the porphyry, that magnetic anomaly is created by these porphyry intrusions with magnetite alteration. Um, and one of those way up to the very north end is called Lovejoy. And that's one we drilled. It's only a single line across that magnetic anomaly. Uh, and we got the copper gold mineralization, which we reported a few months back at Lovejoy. So um, it's an exciting system. You know, Burn Central, where we've been doing this detailed drilling, is part of it. And we think it's um, part, that Burn Central is part of a, a major camp of um, porphyry intrusion, intrusions um, that each one of them we think could have um, gold and copper mineralization associated with them. And we're still thinking that uh, these are the only Archean porphyry gold system in Australia? That's correct, Barry. That's, um, that's the, the, I guess, the, the exciting and unique thing about Burns, and it's, I think it's, we and the, and the team think it's a, it's a one-off, unique to the gold fields, and, and I guess your listeners are probably aware, you know, Kalgoorlie, you think of gold and, and, and nickel, um, and now lithium, and now here we are, um, you know, probably 35 kilometres east of the, the giant St. Ives gold mine, um, and now we're finding all this copper in the system, so... But we do believe we've, we've done the age dating, the geochronology of the rocks. They're Archean age. That's, let's say, 2.7 billion years old. Um, and the style of mineralization we're seeing with these porphyry intrusive rocks, we think this is an Archean porphyry system, porphyry copper gold system. And, uh, and I think from what we've learned and what we're seeing, I think there potentially could be more of these in the eastern gold fields. But may have they been overlooked in the past? So you mentioned you've got this uh, virtual, like a string of pearls, really, these multiple uh, magnetic anomalies um, from uh, Lovejoy in the north, uh, in the south, and uh, well, in the north, down to Millhouse in the south. So do you plan to get drilling those in the near term? Yes, that's correct. I mean, the, the, the first, I guess, the key focus for us has been to establish the mineral resource at Burn Central, we've been drilling that since the discovery hole last year. Um, and that's been the key focus to deliver a, a maiden resource for that system. It's only the shallow part, so we're just concentrating on that first 200 metres from surface, and that's where the drilling, RC drilling has been focused. But yes, you're correct, all the way along that trend um, from Ralph and Millhouse in the south, all the way to Lovejoy in the north, there's a series of magnetic anomalies similar to what we see at Burns. Each of those has probably only had one or two RC holes into it. Lovejoy, for instance, has got one RC um, and two diamond holes. But that's the next part of the, the program, and that's really looking forward to two, 2023, is really expanding on Burn Central, um, delivering more at Burn Central, and also testing these other magnetic anomalies um, to generate um, further discoveries along that whole trend. So, And that's where we believe this is. it's not just Burn Central. Um, there's multiple, could be, you know, there's potential for multiple uh, resources along that trend. Um, but yes, we have to drill those out and that's in the plan for next year as well. Any thoughts that uh, they might actually link up at depth along the two and a half coast strike? Uh, potentially, Barry, yes, they, they could. Um, but we know that there's sort of, from the magnetics, they're discrete um, anomalies with a sort of a, a less magnetic feature in between. But I guess the key thing we are learning each where we have drilled these magnetic anomalies, we are seeing the intrusives uh, at each of them. Um, so potentially the intrusion joins at depth. Um, how deep that is, we're not sure. I mean, that requires a lot of drilling. 
but I think all the magnetic anomalies, you know, they're created by an intrusive event, uh, the porphyries, and we think all these porphyries do link up and they come from one major source and potentially at depth they link up into one major uh, major large porphyry system. You mentioned the, uh, was it uh, the two depoles, the uh, 1K plus. What did that uh, tell you about the area? Well, the first the first one was the, the key one. That was the um, whole LEFD006 and that was partially um, supported by a grant from the state government called the EIS, Exploration Incentive Scheme. That was a 1.6-kilometre hole. That's the deepest hole we've drilled at Burns and at Burns Central itself. And the key reason for that is to get right underneath and across the system. So what we learned from that, we, we um, generated and found four key geological domains. So we're the first time we've been able to drill right across the entire package of rocks going from the western basalt to the central porphyry and the central porphyry is made up not just of one porphyry it's probably about uh, at least four um, different types of porphyry through the entire system and then further as you go east to a deformation zone a strong sea zone and then way out under the lake is what we call the eastern basalt so that was a big deep hole that um, we learned from that that the porphyry is continuous at depth uh, waiting on the final results from that hole but the first time we were able to look at this is the entire package of rocks and that's helped us generate further exploration north and south along strike. And after that one, we drilled the whole LEFD7, the southernmost hole we've drilled on the uh, at Burns. That's on the 240 south section, 240 metres south of the Discovery Line. Um, and also that hole went through the, the western basalt and into the central porphyry zone. So we know the porphyry, we've got it to at least a kilometre of depth uh, of the system and we know we've got the porphyry system to at least 240 metres to the south and it's open. Um, so those were two critical holes to, to, to look at the, I guess, the vertical scale um, of the system and then post that we've come in with the, the deep, more detailed RC drilling to concentrate on the shallow part of the system. I know you're working to that first resource estimate for a burn central, but sounds to me like you'll be exploring here for a long time. Yes, I mean, that... Um, We've just raised, uh, just completed the capital raising, and uh, for 2023, burns it's burns, 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 and that's the full focus. And number one is the delivery of the resource estimate in, in March, and then focusing on extensional drilling at at Burns Central, then working along strike to the other magnetic anomalies along that trend. So um, a lot of work at Burns, and then that's on the land and on the lake, and then also we've got further work to do out on Lake Randall. Um, with air core drilling to generate more anomalies um, external to the system. Uh, just mentioned there that was a $3.5 million placement at $0.24 cents a share. Be, uh, the $3.5 million was before, before costs, of course. Okay, um, now you're de uh, delivering the uh, mineral resource estimate in March uh, 2023. You can't uh, give me uh, any idea of uh, the scale of it, but uh, perhaps you might be able to say it will be interesting in the context of the, the group's $36 million market cap. Correct. Yeah, that's correct, Barry. It's, um, I guess, you know, we've been learning and drilling burns over the last 18 months from the discovery hole. We we know it's a big system and, and it's not, and it's unique. This is a, a complete new style of mineralisation in the eastern goldfields. And I think um, the key thing, we've been looking at other porphyry systems around the world. And I, I guess, for example, if yeah, you know, there's the Cadia Ridgeway system um, in New South Wales. I mean, those rocks are 440 million years old. Um, we looked at um, porphyry systems in British Columbia. Uh, they can be big systems, as your listeners would be aware. But I guess, and, and Boddington's another example, these are, can be big systems. But they, remember, these rocks we're drilling in 
2.7 billion years old. But I guess the drilling we've been getting, the results we've been getting, particularly with the copper and the gold, we're getting big, broad intersections, not only in the intrusive rock, the porphyry, but we also get them in the basalts. So we've got mineralisation in the, in the western basalt, porphyry, we're getting it out in the lake, and we've sort of generated that mineralisation over at least 600 metres of strike. We're testing a width of the system, probably about 500 metres wide, and to a depth of 200 metres with the um, the RC drilling. So it, it can be, and what we're looking at is we're looking at it, this is a big system. This is burn central, but we think there's a lot more to give along the whole trend. And I know uh, SA labs are still a bit slow, but I was wondering... Uh... The, the MRE, would that be uh, March quarter, towards the end of the quarter? Correct, Barry, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess the, the, the biggest challenge we have in Western Australia, and it's, it's not just, uh, we're not alone, it's um, getting the assay return from the lab. We send our samples you know, to Kalgoorlie to get our gold analysis. We can get that in 14 to 21 days, but the, uh, the multi-element results, uh, including copper, that has to be done in Perth, and that's the that's the big delay, and that's the at least two months after we get the gold results. So, but we are still confident we'll get those results in January and February. Um, we've already initiated um, a firm to to do the uh, resource estimate. That's that's commenced, and uh, we're on track to deliver that in um, the end of March next year. Going back to the uh, discovery hole in early twenty one, one of one of the reasons for the excitement was uh, a very nice copper hit. As, uh, so copper is still very much part of the story? Oh, for sure. It's, um, I guess, after being in the gold fields for so long, uh, Barry and exploring the gold fields area, I mean, uh, this is pretty unique to see uh, this much uh, copper in the system, particularly, uh, you know, the copper sulfides we see in the system, both in the, um, the basalt and in the porphyry. There's a lot of copper in the system. It's, um, yeah, it's very unique to, to the Kalgoorlie area. And um, we're seeing a lot of it, and I think yeah, that's the important thing. It's not just gold. We get the gold, the copper, the silver, the molybdenum, and recently we, we announced we're getting some cobalt in the system as well. So it is <clears throat> a multi-element system, and I think uh, the copper and the other elements will add uh, a lot of flavour to the system. Sounds like you might have to rebadge yourself as a, a battery metals explorer. <laughs> that's right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Across the way, you've got gold fields. Um, who own that 10 million ounce St. Ives gold camp near Lake Lefroy to the west of uh, Burton's. And they're working their way through a, a $25 million over six years uh, uh, drill out. Uh, any news to report there in that joint venture? That work is ongoing, Barry, and, and thanks for bringing it up. Yes, they are still working towards, they're in stage two of the <coughs> the exploration program, and that's a $15 million earning to get uh, up to 70%. But that's uh, still underway with a full field air core drilling program. And uh, that program is uh, it's a major program where they start on the land area, um, but ahead of the, the Air Corps program, they have to do heritage clearances. So once those heritage clearances are out of the way, they get the drilling underway. So that's a whole program, which the program is the heritage clearance and the drilling is ongoing. And as we've mentioned in a previous podcast, you do have a nickel portfolio and you've bundled that up into Johnston Lake Nickel and you're planning to uh, IPO and in specie distribution to shareholders in 23. Correct, yes. That's, um, I guess, the key message there is, Barry, yes, we've <clears throat> put the assets of the company, the, the assets we consider prospective for, uh, for sulphide nickel mineralisation into a subsidiary called Johnstone Lakes Nickel Limited. We formed a board, got a high-profile board. We've got a man- managing director who commenced on the 31st of October and we are working towards the demerge of that um, out of Lafroy uh, in the first half of next year. So that's progressing well 
and um, you know, the team's on board, the board's on board, um, and that's all progressing and on, and on track for demerging that next year. The, uh, you mentioned the MD's been appointed. Tell us a bit about him, uh, impressive credentials. That's uh, Graham Gribben, and he was formerly from uh, Grib Exploration Manager with Western Areas. So plenty of nickel sulphide exploration experience from Western Areas, uh, and prior to that working with Valet in, in Canada, also nickel sulphide exploration. So Graham's joined the group. Um, he's in there in the office now, so he's sharing the office with, with Lafroy and uh, getting stuck into it and uh, preparing all the documents and necessary work to um, get the demerger completed uh, on track next year. Is Lefroy likely to uh, keep a cornerstone stake or will it be set free, as it were, to do its own thing? We will, Barry. I mean, part of the demerger will be uh, an 80-20 demerge and uh, Lefroy will end up with um, part of that entity um, and also you know, progressing towards the in-species distribution so the lex shareholders will become uh, shareholders of JLN as well. And just uh, talking about uh, some appointments and your exploration team there, um, I noticed that um, sign of uh, the era we live in, uh, championing women in the workplace. I see and you've got seven women uh, full-time, part-time out of a, a, a nine-person uh, exploration team. So you're, you're actually not just a champion, you're actually doing it, huh? Correct, Barry. Yeah, that must be the uh, the AGM presentation slide you're looking at. Yes, uh, it's um, a fantastic team, and yes, we've got. Um, I guess, yeah, as you say, we champion women in the in the mining industry, and uh, I guess not uh, not only women. It's it's women and people. It's the um, half of that team. It's their first job in the industry, and we fully support and 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 develop young people, whether it's male or female, in getting into the mining industry. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, a fantastic little group of um, an exploration team, fully committed and loyal uh, loyal to the company and, and love doing the exploration out at Burns. Yeah, great. Great to see. Okay, um, let's bring it all together for investors and uh, give them a feel for what 2023 holds for the company. Oh, I guess the, the, the key thing is, yeah, the, the message yeah. is Burns and the delivery of this resource, and I think um, uh, we're confident we'll deliver a, a large uh, resource out of Burns We've got uh, news flow. We've got lots of news flow coming forward from January in February with results. And then in March, we've got the mineral resource estimate for burns. And then post that, it'll be um, planning further drilling, extensional drilling at burns, and then also metallurgical work for burns. And on the base of the resource, looking at a scoping study for the burn system, and then working outboard of burns along that chain of magnetic anomalies. So for us, we're very excited about Burns. The board's very excited about Burns and what it can deliver. We love the – it's got the copper flavour, and I think copper, everyone knows about the, the need in the world for more and more copper. And here we have found this new um, copper gold discovery in Western Australia. So I think um, it's all um, – for us, the, the, the key focus is is delivering on Burns in 2023. Yep, and all pretty much on the doorstep of Kalgoorlie. Amazing. Correct. Yeah. Okay, Wade, interesting stuff as always and a very big year in 2023, so we'll be watching with interest. Good luck with it all and thanks for your time today. Yeah, thanks very much, Barry.